Welcome to the Beyond Ordinary Women podcast. Every two weeks, we post podcast versions of one of our free training videos, or you can access our videos now at beyondordinarywomen.org. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, I'm Kay Daigle of Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries, and I'd like to welcome you to our session today with Carrie Steinbeck. Carrie is the Director of Women's Ministry at Park City's Presbyterian Church in Dallas. And several months ago, I heard Carrie speak to a group of leaders in ministry about loneliness. And I felt like it would be such an encouragement and help to so many of you out there because leadership can be lonely and life can be lonely. And so we're going to talk about dealing with loneliness in ministry. And this, this first video is about identifying it. So Carrie, let me let me start with a question, a little more personal question. What led you to study loneliness in depth in the first place? I mean, what got you, what gave your heart for this, I guess? Well, I mean, what was a very clear direction is um, I was asked and thought it was time to take a sabbatical from my job at the church. And the personnel committee asked us to have a theme and to, that what we're going to study. And as I thought about it, I thought, this is very much a part of how I lead in my life, and, and I see it in others, and so I chose the topic, loneliness and leadership. And so how long was your sabbatical? Were you it was, studying it the whole time? Yeah, it was three months, and um, I, I definitely did some fun things, you know, and enjoyed the time of rest, and, and really the purpose in our church is to just have time with the Lord. But also, I did read about it, and I did study about it, and then God, as He always does, give me some lab, some experience with it myself during that time. So great. So as we move into this first topic about identifying it, mm -hmm. we certainly are in a culture that loneliness seems to be on the rise, or, or at least isolation, mm -hmm. which loneliness goes along with. So, mm -hmm. so what have you learned about that? Well, first of all, I was surprised to learn that a couple of years ago, Cigna Health Company, Health Insurance Company, decided that in their research, it's at an epidemic state. And that loneliness, it's a little bit subjective, but it's defined as um, if not so many, the quantity of the friends you have, but the depth of the relationships within your friendships. And if it's not enough to you personally, then you feel lonely. Um, so you can see how that's different with other people. But what has exasperated it is um, social media. And it's kind of ironic because it seems like that the more quote-unquote friends we have in our social media, the more lonely we are. So I think there's two things that are making it a really desperate case. Is that first of all, it's this, um, this infatuation we have with social media. And the other reason is busyness and that we're such a busy, hurried culture that we don't take time for deep relationships in which we really listen to each other and really know each other. So it's almost like we are in, in social media, we'd rather have 5,000 likes and followers than five intimate friends. Right. What does it mean to be lonely? Mm, that's a great question. I think it means to feel isolated to feel like you don't have anyone to reach out to, no one's thinking about you, that you're, you're by yourself, and even if you made the effort, who would really care? And that you're, bottom line, that you're not known and understood by anyone. 
And I believe you've identified some various types of loneliness or various causes. What what would you, right. how would you uh, explain that? Right. There's a story of a pastor, John Ortberg, who went to visit the now deceased uh, Dallas Willard for advice and how can I be successful in ministry? And he said, uh, Dallas Willard leaned forward and said, ruthlessly eliminate, hurry. And John Ortberg said, okay, what next? And he goes, that's it. Do not hurry. And, and that's so hard for us to have that, in, especially in our efficiency culture, and get it done, get it done. And, you, and really we deal with loneliness by trying to be busier, the busier we are. But if we are not present to people, then they don't feel loved. Because being present to people is the first step to building that emotional connection of feeling loved. And if we don't give that to those that we minister to, of being present to them, then we've lost the whole thing. So that's why it's so important. And, and bottom line, too, that if we're not learning to be present to the Lord, how in the world can we stay connected to each other? So I think that's so huge. Right. And if you're not taking the time to be present to other people, how do you avoid your own loneliness because yes. you're not not only are you not investing in them but you're not giving them time to invest right. in you right right so true and i think diane langberg is a counselor that is so wise i followed her for years and she made a statement i've never forgotten i read it in seminary she said if you don't deal with your own loneliness that you will inadvertently i don't think you realize it but you will start instead of feeding the sheep god gives you you'll start feeding on the sheep and that you try to get your own needs met by them. And I don't think you even realize you're doing it. But that, that's also a way that Satan really works in our blind spots to destroy ministry, I think. Wow, that, I mean, that's really insightful, isn't yeah. it? And a mm -hmm. little scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Definitely yeah. a little scary. Mm -hmm. So Carrie, what types of loneliness do you mm -hmm. see as women do ministry? What types of loneliness might they encounter? Well, I think one is, is obvious is that we are lonely just because we're the leader. And that means that we're often, one of my friends, Cheryl Fletcher, who uh, is a director of women's ministries in California, said, we're always setting the table. And what she means by that is we're getting everything set up so that other people can participate in the ministry things we have. For instance, I have helped lead a women's silent retreat at our church for years. Well, I'm the one that doesn't get to be silent because right. of that. And so, you're, you know, that's a lonely spot. You're not getting to, you're setting the table so that others can, can participate in that ministry. And then a second thing is, this happens with everybody, is just that feeling of being left out. You might be on a team with all men and you're the only woman. Or you could even be three women on a team and, you know, there's that crazy thing of three women and one feels left out. So that's, that's when... The second reason, I think we also can be lonely because as the leader, you are carrying the vision. And it might not be time to tell everybody about it. You might have ideas that are not gelled yet, but you're carrying the big purpose and no one else is. And I think that's a, that's a big part. And then fourth, perhaps you have experienced betrayal. Maybe you've had to leave a ministry post because of that. Maybe it's a failure on your part, on another's part. But because of that, it's big grief. It's a big loneliness to be through and go through that part. Yeah. And then last is just flat out because we carry our own griefs, our sorrows throughout life. And you have to carry that while you minister to others. And that's a big part. My friend Nancy Guthrie, I went to visit her during my sabbatical. And she said 
her grief, which she lost two children years ago and now does ministry to people in grief. She said, it just changes the way you look at the audience. And you look at, out and you know, okay, Lord, unless you meet these people where they are in the depths of their grief and loneliness, your word has to do it, not me. And so it changes the way that she thinks about ministry, which that's what grief does. So I think those five reasons women in leadership experience loneliness. Now, left out being lonely as a missionary or cross-cultural ministry, but I think those are the big reasons that we experience right. loneliness. Absolutely, and I mm -hmm. identify with pretty much all of those at one point or the other. It's, yes. it's just sort of what you carry. Mm -hmm. And it can be true of women who aren't actually on staff in a church. Yes. If you're yes. in a leadership position of any kind mm -hmm. as a volunteer somewhere mm -hmm. in your neighborhood, mm -hmm. those types of loneliness can can be as true there as they are in a church exactly. situation. Exactly, yes. Well, thank you, Carrie. Thank you for sharing that. And Carrie and I will be talking on two additional uh, sessions about loneliness, so we hope that you will join us um, as we discuss loneliness further, as we talk about how to deal with the loneliness that she has just described. Thanks for listening to the Beyond Ordinary Women podcast. You can find more podcasts and information about women in leadership by going to beyondordinarywomen.org. This podcast was produced by Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries. Our production team includes Evelyn Babcock, Kay Daigle, Kay Halligan, Deborah Herring, Sharifa Stevens, and John Sparks. Theme music, Back in Stride by Don Miller, used by courtesy of Christine Miller.